In this week's Environmental Almanac, in honor of Groundhog Day, Rob Cantor brings in one of his students to tell you a little more about the animal we celebrate on that date. One of the assignments for the environmental writing class I teach asks students to convey appreciation for a specific animal as we investigate the ongoing biodiversity crisis. Grace Goodwin did a particularly nice job of that with reference to a rodent you think you already know. It's February 2nd, and if you're anything like me, you have one animal on your mind, groundhogs. Will Puxatani Phil see his shadow? After a quick news search, though, you likely forget about Puxatani and his species until next Groundhog Day. I argue that groundhogs, otherwise known as woodchucks, are the underappreciated squirrel of the Midwest. Woodchucks are stocky creatures with stubby limbs, a short bushy tail, and a flat head. They vary in length from 17 to 24 inches from head to tip of tail and weigh between 7 and 14 pounds. Personally, I find woodchucks' chubby bodies, broad heads, and frantic digging and waddling charming. A few years ago, I spent time at Giant City State Park in southern Illinois, where I witnessed about 20 woodchucks all rooting around together, a unique behavior for the species. According to Animal Diversity Web, woodchucks are solitary animals, so seeing 20 all presumably living together was very surprising. Curious about this scenario, I reached out to Kenneth Delahunt, a district wildlife biologist for the DNR in southern Illinois. Delahunt explained to me that while Giant City is riddled with groundhogs, they typically are not denning together. Rather, just so many of the species inhabit the state park that they can be found roaming and burrowing everywhere in the area. Woodchuck's burrows can be found throughout the Midwest, especially in prairies and along the edges of forests and fences, and can provide small local mammals homes after woodchucks abandon their dens. Wildlife Illinois describes that woodchuck's digging helps to aerate and mix the soil, which can help keep in essential nutrients for native plants. Woodchucks also hibernate in these burrows. In fact, they are one of the few true hibernating mammals in Illinois. During true hibernation, woodchuck's body temperatures drop from 97 to 34 degrees Fahrenheit, and their respiratory rates drop to one breath every six minutes and four heartbeats a minute, according to Wildlife Illinois. In terms of woodchuck's relationships with humans, besides Groundhog Day, the species offers both problems and benefits to people. Being burrowing animals, woodchucks sometimes tear up people's lawns and gardens. Also, the small-sized populations of predators of woodchucks, like bobcats and lynx, allow woodchuck numbers to flourish, and more woodchucks means more burrows. This reason may help explain the abundance of groundhogs in Giant City as well. On the flip side, the high numbers of woodchucks qualifies them as a game animal, so the Illinois DNR allows for woodchuck hunting almost year-round. Woodchucks also provide help towards understanding liver disease and hepatitis B in humans. According to the Cornell Chronicle, groundhogs can obtain woodchuck hepatitis virus. This virus is very similar to hepatitis B virus in humans, but it progresses in only a few years, 10 times faster than hepatitis B virus, allowing scientists to make quicker gains on the impact and prevention of hepatitis B. Between all of the interesting facts, human benefits, and heck, even a national holiday, woodchucks certainly are not just pests in the Midwest. While many people currently do not think of woodchucks fondly, with increasing awareness and a little luck, more people will convert into woodchuck lovers and give the underappreciated animal the love it deserves. To find out more about Environmental Almanac, to listen to it again, or to see lots of photos, follow the links on our website at will.illinois.edu. And you can read Environmental Almanac on Sundays in the News Gazette. The Environmental Almanac is a service the University of Illinois School of Earth, Society, and Environment, where Rob Cantor teaches courses in environmental writing and issues.